Big Sky Breakdown. Happy New Year, everybody. I missed you guys. Coulter Duanas. As always, you can find this podcast, SkylineSportsMT.com. Took a much-needed two-week break. I mean, you guys know how it goes. The sports are all the time. We're always covering them, following them. But it's been a little while since we've done a little uh, any podcasting or radio. So appreciate all of you that's been with us throughout the year. It's been an awesome year. And then now here we are, just a couple days away from the new year. New format of how we're going to cover some hoops games. We're going to feature one of the games each weekend, or each each evening, I guess, Thursday, Saturday, during Big Sky Conference play. Whatever game we attend. And uh, then we'll also have you know some other updates on what's going on around the rest of the state of Montana and around the rest of the league. But basically this is going to be just a quick hitter, just a couple thoughts about the game, uh, the sound, the, the post-game audio from whatever coach it is of the game that we cover. And then now we're going to have a little bulleted, eh, bulleted's not the right word, but it's going to be kind of a quick hitting recap with a, a lot of photos, a lot of multimedia. So let us know what you think. You can uh, hit us up out on Twitter, at SkylineSportsMT. You can email us either at Coulter.Nuanez at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook. You know how to get a hold of us. Let us know what you think. And I think that for this time of year, like right now, it's 10 o'clock. I just got done with the uh, Montana Grizz men's basketball game. You notice writing an 800-word story, I don't know, uh, we're going to have a lot more features. I think that that's what you guys like. That's kind of, sort of what the analytics show us. So just kind of a new format. I think you'll, you'll, you'll get the gist, and I think you'll like the coverage, and I think it'll be engaging. I think you'll want to engage with it more. But please, let us know. We love all the feedback, and uh, love you following along. We just got done with Big Sky Conference uh, home opener for the University of Montana. We played Idaho State. Uh, smothering effort by the Grizzlies. 78-54, the Grizz win. Only six turnovers for the Grizz, and they forced 16 by the visiting Bengals. 16 assists for Montana as well. So a uh, pretty balanced effort. Five Grizz and double-figure scoring less by, led by Josh Bannon. He was 8 for 12 from the floor, 19 points, 10 rebounds. Robbie Beasley, Brandon Whitney each had 11 points. They did a good job uh, controlling the backcourt, sort of switching off who was playing on the ball and off the ball. Mac Anderson, 12 points. Uh, despite battling foul trouble all game, he was 3 of 3 from the floor, 6 of 6 from the free throw line. And Kyle Owens came off the bench, 10 points and 4 rebounds for Montana. Grizz move to 2-1, Big Sky Conference play, 9-5 overall. Idaho State falls to 0-3 in Big Sky Conference play, and uh, they are now 2-10 overall. Over in Bozeman, probably the Big Sky Conference game of the evening between Montana State and Weber State, 85-75. Weber State wins uh, the uh, new Marquette transfer for the Wildcats, Kobe McEwen. 31 points. He was cooking. 5 of 7 from 3, 9 of 15 from the floor. So, really efficient evening uh, for him. Weber State also got 19 points from Dylan Jones as, as to go along with 6 rebounds. And they also got um, 16 points from J.J. Overton. So, a pretty impressive outing for the Wildcats. And uh, they'll come to Missoula on Saturday. Montana State, meanwhile, they are now 1-2 and two in league. Weber, by the way, 3-0 and oh in league play. Montana State... They are 0-2, excuse me, 1-2 in league play. And uh, they got 22 points and 7 rebounds from Jabril Bello, even though he battled, battled some foul trouble uh, all evening as well. But uh, Xavier Bishop, 12 points. Amin Adamu, 10 points. But Bobcats fall short. So Bobcats expect to be competitive in this league. Uh, they were picked top three. They played in the championship game a year ago, but sort of a tough start. They lost on a final second against Northern Colorado, won in the final seconds against Sac State, and then lose at home against Weber State. But Weber State's pretty good. So uh, we'll see. How Montana State can bounce back with Idaho State coming to town. But more uh, on the Grizz. Here is Montana head coach Travis DeCure, his postgame press conference following Montana's 78-54 victory over Idaho State. 
Alpine Touch is legendary around the state of Montana for providing delicious seasonings for every grilling occasion. Now Alpine Touch offers so much more, from a savory new barbecue sauce to spicy pepper blends to tasty barbecue rubs. In addition to the classic, Alpine Touch has a variety of seasoning salts for whatever you need to spice up. Now that the holidays are over, Alpine Touch makes a perfect thank you gift to show your friends and relatives you love them. Alpine Touch, available at retail locations around Montana or online at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. The first question I got pregame was, is Chad going to be back wearing a suit? I was like, it's, he's absolutely going to be back wearing a suit. Respect the game. Right? <laughs> you have to, right? You have to. Uh, what was the preparation like this week leading up to conference, and how did you think your guys executed just in terms of what you expected tonight? They did a phenomenal job. You know, we made some adjustments offensively, um, and I, I thought the guys did a good job with our tempo, our pace. We were a lot faster. Um, we were a lot more aggressive in terms of our spacing and, and getting to the paint and, and obviously finding the right shots for us. So uh, I thought our offensive execution was the big difference in terms of how we've been playing before that. You talked about Bannon, Josh Bannon's improvements in the offseason, and it seemed like he was really assertive tonight. What did you like about what he did tonight? I thought he picked his spots. Uh, that's why he was 8 for 12. Is, is you know I can't recall a shot he took that he shouldn't have. I can't recall a turnover trying to do something that he shouldn't have been trying to do. And you know, you want guys to be aggressive and, and play to their strengths and make things happen. But at the same time, you got to have a good feel for the guys around you. I thought he did a phenomenal job with that tonight. Sometimes the way they play, it kind of clunk, I mean, clunky is the wrong word, but they want to frustrate you kind of, right? Like they want to junk it up. You guys didn't really fall into that, though. So what does that take mentally? Well, they want to hold on to the ball for 30 right, seconds. Exactly. And then they pack the paint and try to make you play slow. And so the big thing for us was to get the ball to the glass and get up the floor as fast as possible and, and make them play transition D, which wasn't their strength because that's not really their game. Uh, and I thought we got off to a good start with that, which forced that quick timeout. And from there, it, it just, you know, our, our confidence grew and we got the ball going in the basket. After that first half, you know, there was a little bit of, you know, kind of getting back in the rhythm of basketball 10 days off. So how big of was that just to get the guys some time off, but also kind of get them back in the rhythm? Like, did you see some of that, maybe some of that rust a little bit? Yeah, you know, we were winded. Our first two practices, I'm trying to play faster than we've been playing. We're getting up and down a lot more than we had been. And we were winded. Um, but you're going to be like that with five days off, even if guys have been in the gym or whatnot. So I wasn't sure how that we could, you know, sustain that tempo. Uh, but we were able to do that. I thought once the guys kind of got to that first media, they were good. Those lineups that you do too, you know, when obviously when Matt gets into foul trouble, DJ too, you have the four guards and you have, you know, the post. You know, you guys seem like you guys just kind of played. You know, what did you think of those lineups? Just going small ball a little bit. It's multiple styles, especially offensively. You've got different attacks and. When we're small, we can spread the floor a lot more, and there's more room for our guards to wiggle and make plays. Uh, we're probably better offensively when we're like that, um, but we just, you know, def- defensively, I think we're a lot better when we play bigger. So, uh, you know, we're, when we do get to that, uh, we'll just play a lot faster, spread the floor out and go. Five guys hit double digits going tonight. What do you think about the way the offense is spread around? Tonight? That's important to us. Uh, 16 assists and six turnovers. You know, if you're taking care of the ball, you can get a shot every possession. You're probably going to get a lot of assists. You're going to make a lot of shots. Uh, and then if you force turnovers, you can get in transition, which is what we did. So uh, I thought it was good balance. I, you know, the other piece is the more guys you have that are a threat for double figures, the more opportunities you have to be successful off- offensively when someone has a not- on off night. Because I know after the Santa Clara game, you mentioned it's not always a good thing. Where's that line you know, between being good versus bad? Well, it's not always a good thing to have guys, multiple guys, right. under 10 points. Okay. Um, you know, we've had teams that, you know, in, in 2018, we had four guys, five guys in double figures every night. But we were still putting 78 on the board. I don't want to not score. Uh, what I meant in the Santa Clara game is that no one had really arrived in terms of a go-to guy. And no one had assumed the responsibility for making sure 
we scored the ball when we needed to. Do you feel like you're any closer to finding a go-to guy like that after a game like tonight? No, I still think it's opportunity. It's situational. Um, we still need to mature a little bit before that happens. But right now, we just go with the hot hand. You like the growth you've seen from your starting backport, Beasley and, and Whitney? Definitely. Uh, their versatility is important to us. That's why we had Beasley at the point tonight and Whitney on the wing and let them run a little bit um, and let Beasley you know, push that thing and play with it, massage it a little bit and see if he can make some plays, which is what he did a good job of doing. So uh, I, I think the change is beneficial to both guys. Do, do you think that that's something moving forward you could do where each one of them could play on the ball sometimes? Or did yeah, like we, we, we've been kind of mutt and jeffing it anyway yeah. with Parker <laughs> in the mix, in all three of them pretty much handle the ball and that's why we run multiple ball handling ball screens and things like that because really all three of them are at their best when they're when they're handling the ball uh and, and so we'll continue to move that around a little bit just depending on how well guys are playing and what they're doing best at, at that point in time at blackfoot communications our mission is to connect people businesses and communities to their networks in montana and beyond through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. Southern Miss game, but obviously you in the past you've had really tight rotations and you've kind of gone a little bit deeper this year. How have you liked how that's worked? Just seeing you know guys kind of using opportunities and things like that. I don't like going deep. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I like you know I, I think guys play better when they know exactly when they're going to the game. They know exactly you know how many minutes they're going to play, uh, and, and it's hard. You're often you know reminding guys to stay ready. You never know, and it shouldn't be. You never know. You should know. Those eight guys are going in, and if someone gets in foul trouble, then I'm going in. Um, and, you know, we're just not there right now. So we'll continue to kind of work with it and see. Now Blake needs, you know, he's out. So um, obviously that kind of tightened it up a little bit. Even when DJ did, is that just because the matchup was not over? He's just playing well. He, he's been playing well. You know, him and, and, and Bannon have been shooting the ball the best. And, uh, you know, I want to get better on the glass. And, and I think that he presents that if he could stay out of country. Uh, you know, last year you had Weaver twice, but no fans, and obviously this game's drawn really well in the past. So then you kind of look towards that game, hopefully getting a full crowd on Saturday. Just your thoughts on uh, them coming in as obviously one of the favorites in the I'm conference. I'm hoping for a crowd. I haven't seen one yet. It's been a long time. Um, one would assume that after a year off that they'd be excited about being in here. But either way, we, we play for each other. We play for whoever shows up. But it'd be nice to have some support Saturday. It's a big game for us. Uh, it's an opportunity to establish ourselves in the standings. Uh, and I, our guys always play better when there's fans, and most of them came to Montana because there's fans. What have you seen from Weaver so far on tape? What stands out to you about them? Scoring machine. They put a lot of points on the board. They, they got multiple guys uh, that can create their own shot, which makes them very difficult to defend, um, and we're going to have to find a way to do that. And as we get into conference play, there were a few games that had to be postponed tonight. Big Sky obviously having to adjust things with the Omicron variant. How do you feel like things are being managed, and do you feel like you guys are being kept in the I No, I have no idea. We, <laughs> we, our games haven't been suspended. Uh, we, we aren't dealing with COVID right now, so I haven't even I haven't called the office to find out how they're handling that and how those games are going to be replaced. I'm, my thing is one day at a time, one game at a time. Uh, we're going to do everything we can. Uh, to to put ourselves in position to be on the floor. Hopefully none of our opponents, you know, uh, have a situation where they can't play. But uh, right now I, I feel like our conference is doing a phenomenal job since that's the first game that's been canceled or postponed. 
a big sky team, at least on our behalf. So, um, you know, I, I think that our conference did a good job last year with it. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is control what you can control. That's why everybody's got to get vaccinated and boosted. Your, t- your team's fully vaxxed, right? Fully vaxxed. Just in terms of the, the now the rhythm kind of starts, right, the Thursday, Saturday. I guess next week's going to be different, but how important is it to just kind of prove you can have that sort of a turnaround right away? I mean, how, is, how important is just sort of refocusing after this win tonight going into Saturday? It, it plays a role, you know, in the conference tournament when you, you got a quick turnaround and you don't really have a chance to really have a full practice or a full preparation. You know, the unfortunate pieces, there's still, still some imbalances and, Right. You know, we're going to play Montana State at home after coming back from Southern Utah, and they've been off all week. Um, it seems that that's happened in Montana quite a few times where we've come off the road from a Thursday game and played someone on a Saturday after they've been off for a week. Northern Colorado, uh, Southern Utah, we've had that over the years, and it happens to always be someone who's in the top of the standings. But, you know, for hey, like I say, tough skin helps. And, and so, you know, for us, if we can turn it around quickly, we can definitely turn it around when we have time to prep. So... Uh, We'll do the best we can, and we'll make the most of every opportunity we have. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. Alpine Touch is legendary around the state of Montana for providing delicious seasonings for every grilling occasion. Now, Alpine Touch offers so much more, from a savory new barbecue sauce to spicy pepper blends to tasty barbecue rubs. In addition to the classic, Alpine Touch has a variety of seasoning salts for whatever you need to spice up. Now that the holidays are over, Alpine Touch makes a perfect thank you gift to show your friends and relatives you love them. Alpine Touch, available at retail locations around Montana or online at alpinetouch.com. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. 